Mahomes back, throws, it is incomplete, yes. picked off, picked off by the Lions. Brian Branch with it left side. He's going, baby! He's going to the house! Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Deflected yes. in the air, Branch ran under it, and he took it all the way back. You know, the the cruel part about the NFL playoffs is the finality of it when you lose. And you're never really prepared for it. Tim Twentyman, PJ Clark, Twentyman the Huddle podcast, post-NFC North uh, championship game edition. And unfortunately, that's the reality for the Detroit Lions in this one. Um, and this one, I think, is going to be hard for the players to get over, the coaches to get over, and and I think the fans, too. Um, after playing a really good half, building a 24 to seven lead, and then just giving up 27 straight, nothing going right in the second half and, and, and falling, um, 34, 31 to the 49ers. It'll be the 49ers and the chiefs in the Super Bowl in two weeks, but man, they were real close Peach. Yeah, that's, uh. That's going to sting for a while, I think, especially with, with how well the first half went in, in all three phases, I, I everybody was firing on all cylinders in the first half and, you know, just, uh, didn't, didn't come through the same way in the second half. And that's, that's really all it took. And they really don't have anyone to blame but themselves. You can't say this was the refs or this was something else. You know, they built the lead and then it was just stuff that they've done all year, right? Finding a way to make a key stop on defense. Um, you know, being pretty sure-handed with the football. Jameer Gibbs had a fumble at his own 24 that ended up being a big play. And then, obviously, you know, Dan Campbell's been aggressive this whole year and, and going for, you know, fourth downs. And they've been able to to convert a lot of those, turn those into touchdowns, and that's been in the difference in the game. And in this one, there were two big ones that they weren't able to convert. So, you know, really, you, you knew San Francisco was going to make a run. They played bad in the first half, and they're not – they weren't as bad as that no, score indicated. No. So, and Dan Campbell said this afterward. He knew that they were going to make a little bit of a run, um, but you know, you, you you don't drop a pass on third down, on fourth down. You know, you don't fumble that football. You don't give up that big fifty-one yard pass where the ball bounces off. You know, um, you know, the defensive back's head and and Brandon Ayuk is there to to grab it. It just everything went San Francisco's way in the second half, and that's just sometimes how these things go. Yeah, I mean, and the the fourth downs is obviously what's going to be talked about for for a while. But you look at how often the Lions converted those during the regular season, and and in the first two playoff games that you know short yarded situations, you, you like your odd there. You're you're hitting them at over a fifty percent rate, so you you take that better than a coin flip every time, and it just didn't didn't go their way today and it's it's tough to to think about that but those were not obviously the only two plays that that could have flipped the the Vildor pass breakup that ended up falling right into Ayuk's hands I was the biggest one by by EPA you know allowing that the the Niners to really convert on on a touchdown on, on a ball that could have been intercepted at least could have been an incompletion but you know it is 
it is what it is at the end of the day. I, uh, even Jack Fox, you know, had had a great punt that, that could have been down at the one and just missed it by a, a couple inches on the gunner there and, and turned it into a touchback. And you don't know if that's going to be the difference either, but gave gave the Niners 19 more yards to, to start a possession that they ended up scoring on. So it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's a game of inches for a reason. I, I think the Lions figured that out today. Yeah, you know, and, and a lot of the talk is going to be on the two fourth downs. And here's my take on the two fourth downs. The first one, third quarter, about, what, seven minutes to go. Mm-hmm. You're up by 14 at their 28-yard line, fourth and two. You go for it. Yeah, you can obviously put a stranglehold on that game with a 21-point lead midway through the third quarter. Um, I personally, if it was me, I would have kicked that field goal on that one. I would have tried the 46-yard field goal because, to me, at that point in the third quarter, you can make that a, a three-possession game. Mm-hmm. And and how I view that is seven minutes to go in the third quarter, they might only get three more possessions. Yep. So now you're forcing them to go touchdown, touchdown, touchdown to come back and beat you. And that's if you don't score any more yep. points in that stretch. That's the one to me – I would extend the lead and try to make it three possessions midway through the third quarter. The one with seven and a half to go in the fourth quarter, some might say, you know, you kick the field goal there, you stem the momentum that they had built, you know, coming all the way back. You were down 27, 24 at the time, but with the way that game was going, Peach, I don't, I don't think they were going to stop them. No, I think Dan Campbell knew they weren't going to stop them. And to me, I, I would have gone, for it on that one instead of kicking the 48 yard field goal I, w- I would have gone for it they didn't get it you know golf got flushed out a little bit was a little short on the throw I would have kicked the first one I would have gone for it on the second one at the end of the day it doesn't really matter it is what it is Dan made the decisions he made he said after the game he didn't regret it um he's been that way the whole year like you said it's no what, you're not you're not playing it's in this what game. got him yeah it's you're not playing in this game if the if if you don't call some of those along the way. Yeah, to me, it's the fumble and the drops that I think were a bigger factor. You know, guys that are really sure-handed, you know, Gibbs hasn't fumbled a whole lot this year. You know, Josh Reynolds hasn't dropped a whole lot of balls. It was just some uncharacteristic stuff um, from some guys we typically don't see that from. And unfortunately, it just happened in the second half of the biggest game of the year. Yeah, and and, and I thought Jared played really, really well. I, I mean, everything you could have asked for and, and more. He was humming, making tight window throws, throwing to outside the numbers. I thought it was even pretty well. Obviously, he's always elite over the middle of the field, but I thought Jared was phenomenal. And everybody was talking about how are the Niners going to take away the middle of the field? What are the Lions going to do on offense? Middle of the field was there all day. Yeah. I mean, and and Fred Warner is an incredible player, but Laporta was the the leading receiver, which is that's your guy for over the middle, and and he led the game in 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 yards. So the the middle of the field debate all week was was ended up being overblown. The Lions were able to to find soft spots there and take advantage, but just uh, at the end of the day was was not enough. Yeah, and St. Brown made a couple really huge third down catches. Um, he finished with seven and in for eighty-seven. I thought David Montgomery um, had a really nice game. Fifteen carries, ninety-three yards, average over six. Had a couple of nice catches in there too. Um, Jameson Williams, obviously, you know, had that really you know, tough catch in the in the second half. Obviously, the forty-two yard touchdown run. So, look, there were some positive performances. Good touchdown catch from Jamo too. Yeah, two, two good. Two good catches in, in the second half for Jamal. Yeah, 100%. And so you like to see that, you know, him finish strong, and he's obviously going to be a big part of what they do going into next year. And look, it, 
it, it's tough. Only one team isn't feeling bad at the end of this whole thing. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you just hate the fact that you got so close. You know, Dan talked about it. You you never know when your next opportunity nope. is going to be. And to get to this point, it, it hurts a little extra because this was their chance. I think this was their their, their shot to kind of get into the Super Bowl for the first time in franchise history, kind of get that stigma, you know, behind them and – um, unfortunately it just, it didn't happen, but look, it's a good young football team. Um, they've got some decisions to make this off season. I think number one would be getting golf signed, um, to an extension, which I think they'll do. Um, and you know, probably taking care of Amon Ross St. Brown would be big on that list. But you look at the core of this football team, you, you look at the guys that got them here. It's young guys. It's they're all mostly under contract. Um, you've, you know, you, you've seen what Brad Holmes has been able to do. Their draft pick is going to be 29, by the way, for any of you guys interested out there. I know that it's not making you feel any better. Um, but, uh, look, they'll be back. I think in the spot, I don't think this is a, a, a kind of, you know, flash in the pan type of deal. You know, I think they've got a roster built and Brad's going to add to it. They need another pass rusher. They need another cornerback. Um, they'll probably take a look at some of the kickers, you know, and, and look, Brad and Dan will have all that figured out and they have a history of getting the right guys here. They've got cap space to, to go get some guys too. So, you know, I expect them to reload and, um, you know, compete again for it. You know, I think Chicago is going to be better. Green Bay is obviously going to be be better. It's going to be harder, but I would expect the Lions to be right in the mix next year and, and, and try to get this thing done again. Yeah. And, and I mean, you, you're not that last year wasn't proof of concept, but I think this year absolutely was on the, you know, what the, the culture is being sold to outside players. You, you got a Cam Sutton from Pittsburgh last year. You got CJ Gardner, Johnson, you know, guys from, from winning programs to come join the team this year. I would expect an active free agency. I think team, I think players are going to want to come play for this team and this coaching staff and, you know, city, if they watched any of the home playoff games, why would you not? Why would you not? So I, I think, you got you have even more to sell now. It's going to be an easier sell because everybody saw it on national TV for the last couple of weeks, and a lot of blue out there today too, as you would you would expect. And you know, it's 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 really hard to win. And and when it comes down to you know just the the experience, and I think you even saw it in the AFC game, the Chiefs have won these dirty, nasty January games for years and years and years now. The Niners have been in the NFC Championship game for Pretty years scary. and yeah. years and years now, and and you just at the end of the day, it's an experience thing. So this Lions team got to cut their teeth a little bit, and you know build build back better for next year. Yeah, hundred percent. And so look, we wish we were covering the Super Bowl uh, in Las Vegas in a couple weeks. We had a great time there last year. I think we're still going to roll out there and, and do the 20 Minute Huddle podcast and see who we can get to, oh, to we're talk gonna, about this we'll, football we'll team. We'll see who can, yeah. we can wrangle up. It'll be it'll be fun. So we're going to go out there anyways. I know it's not what we both wanted to be out there for, but uh, look, it was, it was a great season. It was a fun ride. It was fun doing this podcast the whole season long, both on Thursdays and after the games. I uh, appreciate you. You've been a great... Uh, Great, great producer, uh, great football knowledge, setting this whole thing up, and uh, we'll just continue rolling. You know, during we got draft and Super Bowl and combine, and we'll hit you guys all up for all that big stuff. Uh, this one hurts a little bit. Take a couple of days, and then we'll get back to it. Show goes on. All right.